0: Hey there, and happy Wednesday. This week has been a whirlwind, but I'm not going to lie. It has been so much fun to connect with so many of you. We have almost 700 people signed up and joining in for Back to School Boot Camp, and it's truly a joy. It truly makes me feel so much more connected to each of you and so much more honored to get to be a more involved part of this feeding journey for you and your family. So for all of you who have shown up for the workshops this week, thank you for trusting me with that time and trusting me with this opportunity to just take advantage of the time that we have together and to teach you and to do these trainings with you. Today, next Monday, and next Wednesday, I'm gonna share with you little snippets from the Back to School Boot Camp. I want you to still get just a little bit of the wisdom that was shared in these sessions and give you the opportunity to do little bits of the homework. Of course, if you're not registered for Back to School Boot Camp, you won't have the workbooks and you won't necessarily be able to do each of the tasks that I've asked of these families who are participating. However, I think from each of these little clips that you'll hear in this episode and also in the upcoming episodes, that you're still going to get a lot of perspective, as well as some really actionable next steps that you can take, whether you want to do them today. If you do decide today, you can still join us in the Back to School Boot camp. We have one more workshop left today. If you want to sign up at veggiesinvirtue.com forward slash bootcamp. Otherwise, moving forward, the Back to School Bootcamp will reside within the Mealtimes Made Easy method, which officially opens for registration today. If you're in the Back to School Bootcamp, you already know your discount code. You already know that you have an awesome, awesome, awesome discount waiting for you if you are interested in signing up with the Mealtimes Made Easy method. However, this Back to School Bootcamp, as well as so many other resources that I've either offered historically in the past things like by combination cards or different modules of the academy that I thought would be really valuable it's not a duplicate of the academy program if you're a former academy member but there are some modules that I thought would be helpful for families who didn't previously access them within the academy so there's some things in my veggies and virtue vault that is just kind of the catch-all the place that I want you to have as many additional resources as I see sit or additionally as continue to evolve over time. As I hear requests come in, as I hear you guys asking for the things that you want and telling me the things that you need, I will create them. I will add them. It's, and ultimately, I will make sure as the dietitian who's in your corner that you have the resources that you need. I truly believe the Mail Times Made Easy method has everything. I think it's your one-stop shop. If you're the person who, which I often have, email me saying that you've binged on every blog post I've ever written or since I've been podcasting, that you listen to every podcast episode that I post and you see my Instagrams and you want it all in one, you want it seamlessly put together so you know how all these puzzle pieces fit together in a framework that makes it simple and effective for your family to implement, the Times Made Easy method is that. I've been praying over and processing and pouring into this method for months and months, and I truly feel like it is the foundation and it is the framework that every single family needs. I have run several client profiles through this framework to see, does the Mealtimes Made Easy method transform their family in the ways that they're coming to me needing? And each and every family it has. Each and every family, I can find the direct way that this is the blueprint that they need to ultimately manage everything from meal planning to meal prep to the mealtime itself more easily, but also more effectively. So if you want to check it out, make sure that you go to mealtimesmadeeasy.com and it'll take you right to the sales page so that you can see all the information about the course, about what to expect, about each of the phases of the program as well as the bonus blueprint that I share for every season of life that you may find yourself in because I know I always have moms asking me, "Well, what if I am about to move? What if I'm in the middle of a really tough season? What if I'm about to have my third baby in 2 weeks from being due? What if I have older kids? What if I have a picky eater? What if I I have a pathway for each and every one of you, and I'm so excited to get to share it with you starting today. So make sure that you check out mealtimesmadeeasy.com and let me know if you have any questions. Otherwise, without further ado, we will jump into this little snippet from the day one of the Back to School Bootcamp.
1: and say a quick prayer for you. It's time to chat about the meal times, messes, moments, and ministry of motherhood.
0: You might have heard before in the feeding space that we want to pair preferred and non-preferred foods for meals so that we can continue to expose our kids to new foods, but also make sure that we're offering them enough nourishing options that they have something that they enjoy at the meal. And so when we look at how this framework, this Love It, Like It, Learning It framework applies that to school, I want to share with you a personal example, because I think it'll help give some perspective on one, how I came up with the Love It, Like It, Learning It framework, but also the fact that just because this is my day job, as a mom, I understand the struggle with picky eating. I understand the the struggle of having a very limited Love It list of foods that my kid will eat. And it all started when my oldest, who's now in third grade, was two. She was just starting a part-time mom's day out. And although, you know, I wasn't working outside the home at that time, I knew as a dietitian what I wanted to be sending her. And I knew the types of foods that I wanted her to eat. But the problem was she was picky. She was really picky. And I don't like to label kids using picky. But I know that if you have a child that might be picky, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So for ease of explanation, ultimately, she was very picky. And a lot of the foods I wanted her to eat she wouldn't eat and a lot of the things that I honestly didn't want to buy and I didn't want her to eat are the foods that she really really liked so much so that I remember specifically and I don't remember each and every one of her teachers but I could visualize this I mean I could probably have my well my husband's better artist than me I could probably have him draw a picture of this teacher exactly because I remember when I got to school to pick my daughter up one day and the teacher said that that she had just given my daughter a whole box of animal cookies at snack because she barely ate any of her lunch and she felt like she, she should just let my daughter have at it. And I remember I was mortified because hearing am, a dietitian mom, even though I wasn't working outside the home, I knew what to do. I knew that it was my role in a responsive feeding approach to decide what I was sending my child. And yet here I was sending my child foods that they weren't eating. So much so that the teacher took pity on her and let her just have out a box of animal cookies as snack. Because at that time in that school, this, the snacks were provided by the school. And so I just, I really struggled with that because I was like, I know that it's my job to decide what is being offered, but she's not eating it. And so then it became this aspect of I was sending her with foods that ultimately were all pretty much learning at foods or very low on the preferential scale in terms of what she wanted to eat. So in order to better align my feeding approach with, with one that's a responsive feeding approach and in tune with and responds well and appropriately to my daughter's eating habits, I realized I needed to adjust. And so that's where the Love It, Like It, Learning It framework was born. I realized when I was packing her lunch boxes, I wanted to send Love It foods, Like It foods, and Learning It foods. But I could no longer just rely on these like dietitian approved foods. But something I know that I've seen a lot and that I've heard from a lot of you is that we feel this sense of judgment because we have other people looking on. And so we kind of feel this propensity to introduce Learning at Foods because we know that there is another teacher or someone else looking at our child's lunchbox. And so when our kids go back to school, sometimes we feel this pressure of we need to show that we, that we know what to send. We know what to send our kids. The challenge is, is we also know that our kids may not eat it. And so that's where I really want us to know how to handle this. Because as I wrap up my story from before and kind of how I've handled this with my own daughter and how that's translated to now, now that she's in third grade, I want you to see that how you can apply this as well and how we can kind of shift what a healthy perspective is when it comes to our kids' diet. So I know that for many of you, you may kind of get a hit in your stomach because when you start to come up with this love it list of foods for your child, you're going to see this list right here that was in your workbook. And it's just a blank graph with love it, like it, and learning it foods. And I know that for many of you, um, when you start writing down your child's current love it foods, you're going to feel that kind of like, oh, they like, they only love garbage, or they only love junk, or they only love fill in your choice word. But I, as I have read in the comments before, you know, my child only likes curds and cheese. These are things I totally understand. I wish, and I actually do have record of it, which I need to do like a progression series. But I wish I could show you my daughter's love it list from when she was this age because it was very, very limited. Once I started realizing that pretty much everything I was sending her in her school lunches was a learning it food, it was very dietitian approved, but it was not real life approved. It was not mom approved. It was not tried and true that my child would eat this. It would nurse them at school. And that is the goal. Because as you get through going into this list, I want you to remove good, bad, Healthy, unhealthy, any of that language. We don't need emotional value on our food. And I talk about this a lot within my Mealtimes Made Easy method because I think our relationships with food as adults is extremely important. And I think that trickles down to our kids a lot. So if you can remove all emotional value, remove the eyeballs that you think are watching your kids' lunch boxes or inadvertently judging you about what you send. And I just want you to pour out every idea that comes to mind on this list. So to do this, we are going to have you fill out the love it, the like it, and the learning it foods. You can do it all at once. You can do it little bit by little bit. But what I want you to start with is pouring out all the foods that you would maybe send right now. What are the foods that you know your child loves? And if you have the workbook in front of you, you can go ahead and drop these down as I'm talking through it with you. You can save it for later to do. But I want you to see just pour out all the things that you know that your child loves. You know that they may or may not like. Some days you send them in the lunch box; they eat it. Some days they don't. And sometimes that is a Love It food. I've sent Love It foods that I know my child loves, and they still don't eat it in the lunch box. But that's why, in general, when we're looking at crafting a lunch, you're going to hear me talk about how we kind of group the Love It and Like It foods, and we're sending very few Learning It foods. Before I get into the Learning It foods, really quick, I want to put this disclaimer because one of the things I have asked you to do for the homework is to snap a picture of this and share it with me on Instagram that use in virtue or share it with me within the Facebook group. Number one, you will be, your comment will be removed if you shame any parent for any comment, for excuse me, in any comment for what they serve their kids. This is not a place for shame. This is not a place for judgment. But what I want you to do is do the work. I don't want you to have that emotional tie to if it's crap or if it's garbage or if it's whatever you want to say that it is. What I want you to see is that it's a starting place. So if you're hearing me say this and you're vowing that you are not going to shame any other parent and that you're willing to step forward and share your list, whether you do or not, that's up to you. But I want you to write in the comments, this is not a contest. I better start seeing people write it because I know that it can feel like in this Instagram worthy world, everything seems like a contest. Everything seems like, does my lunchbox stand up to the next person's? Does does this look good enough? Okay, I don't see anyone writing it. Y'all have your keyboard there, but this is not a font test because no one is gonna share it in the group and no one is gonna send it to me on Instagram if they in their head feel judged, if they feel shame, if they feel that I as a dietitian am coming in as the food cop because I'm not. I'm not going to be a food cop. I'm here to equip and empower you as a parent to know what is your best next step. I know what the best is. I tried it as a mom myself and I failed on my like miserably on my face and the teacher basically called me out saying, your kid is so hungry. I had to give them animal cookies and like they ate the whole box. So know that if you decide to get that bonus entry for tomorrow's door prizes and you post this in the group, you are not allowed to be met with anything other than encouragement and validation that you are trying. And I think that is the key for you to take away. If you take nothing else away from this week, I want you to know that taking steps to make progress is so much better than us having this perfectionistic mindset about how we feed our kids, particularly at school.
1: It has been a joy having you on the podcast today. And if you've enjoyed it as well, I have a quick favor to ask.